Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. In last week's episode, we answered a bunch of the most frequently asked questions we get at Spherical Luminosity. Such a good discussion developed that we couldn't answer them all in one session. So this week, we pick up where we left off. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's jump right in. And we're back for part two of the 19 questions. Yeah. So let's jump in. Okay. Um, so someone asked, I have been doing frequency work for a certain amount of time, sometimes for a long time, mm -hmm. and things seem to be getting worse rather than better. Mm -hmm. What's that about? Am I missing something or doing something wrong? We kind of touched on this. Yes, exa exactly. So, so this is, yeah, as you said, this is like what we answered in the first two questions. Mm -hmm. So for some people, their detox is long and harder. And the more fear and control you have, the longer it becomes. Because you have to enter a, a, a space of surrender from strength in order to move into another level, okay, where you're not trying to control so hard with your mind. Mm -hmm. So that is part of it, okay? The other part is accountability. Like, are you watching yourself and looking for your distortion patterns yourself to see what it is that you can release? That's another important thing. Mm -hmm. The other thing is some people are kingpins. So a kingpin is somebody who, and there are not very many kingpins, but there are some, who before they come into embodiment, volunteer or choose to come in and to clear for their lineage. Mm. So on spirit level, they're like, I'm strong, I will do this. So when they come into embodiment, that's what they're gonna do. So for kingpins, it can be really intense because they're not just clearing themselves, they're clearing for the line. Mm. And uh, if you think about how many ancestors are in your line, there's like thousands. So that's a lot of work. Yeah. So for some people who take that on, it can feel really intense and really long, mm -hmm. okay? So if you're a kingpin, that could be part of your experience. Um, and again, the coherence piece is important. When you have, I've seen this before, where people are physically just dragging behind their spirit body, like mm -hmm. just like just being like pulled, it's kind of terrible actually. Mm -hmm. So you really, coherence is really important to keep you pacing. So I would say it's one of those four things, and of course I'd need to know who the person is to be able to address it more specifically, but generally it's one of those things. Yeah, and then I think also what we said about something might seem horrible, you lost your job, you lost this, this, this. You lost your partner, you lost your yeah, friends, you lost like, whatever. It's yeah. happening for a reason. reason. Wait, trust, you'll see. Yeah. Soon that is Unfolds. probably perfect. Yeah, exactly, and for some people, they have to just, um, there's a lot of distortion to release. Like some beings just came in with like a ton of distortion. Mm. So it sometimes takes longer. Yeah. Okay. And I'm sure if anyone's concerned, they can email you and ask a question yeah. About, yeah. about details. And yeah. Or um, you would, I would say to book an IFC. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah. An individual session. Yeah. An individual frequency calibration. Yeah. Okay. So someone asked, do I have to come to live events to get the most out of the work or is attending virtually just as effective? Yeah. So I would say from a frequency work standpoint, it's just as effective 
to do online as it is live. And from a human perspective, there's something about attending a live event. It's kind of like going to a music concert, right? Like you can listen to a recording, the music is still amazing, but when you're at a concert live, something happens, yes. right? It's not the same. It's like you're there, you feel the crowd, the artist is really into it, right? You feel the emotion of all that stuff. You like feel the vibration of the music's different, mm -hmm. right? So it's similar with a live event. Okay, because you're physically proximate to me. The mastermind is there. You know what I mean? It's like you have all these experiences mm -hmm. while you're there. It just is different from like a human perspective. Mm -hmm. um, however, the potency of the work is the same. Okay, but for a human perspective, sometimes it's fun to go to something live. Yeah, to right? have conversations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And who do you know, who knows who you're going to meet or right. who you're going to bump into or what someone's going to say to you, how you're triggered or whatever sure. happens in that space. The magic that can happen. happen. Yeah, in that space that happens in the live yeah. that is a little bit more difficult to access when you're doing it remotely. Mm -hmm. But the frequency work is still equivalent. Still Makes Perfect. sense? Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Someone asked, do I know I am doing the confirming the removal oh how excuse yeah. me how do i know i'm doing the confirming of the removal of the distortion pattern correctly yeah so i would suggest focusing on completeness rather than correctness okay mm. so if you are doing it trust that you're doing it because you are with your free will pushing it out yes so you have to remember distortion patterns for some of us especially with things that are really deep it's not like one layer and like done you know <laughs> That's no. not my experience at all, no. right? No. Some of us have like literally like thousands of these suckers, right? Like it's like literally layers and layers and layers and layers of filters. So um, the thing is, because when people think, oh, I didn't do that correctly, I'm screwed because it still shows up for me. That's usually what the, the thought is, right? Sure. Like, oh, I, I didn't do that right. It may, it's, it may not be about doing it right. So meaning, if you're being accountable, you see the distortion patterns, you push it out of your field, and it shows up again, it's not that you screwed up necessarily. It's just that you're hitting different layers of it. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, you're just addressing like little them. little tests. Yeah, exactly. That might come up, come up. again. I've had yeah. that for sure. Sure, yeah. And it's like, are you strong enough? Like, how can you, can you hold your space? Can you do mm -hmm. whatever it is that you're being required to, to not have that distortion pattern have as much um, pull on you? And more than a, um, a test, it's more, it, it's, it's not like you're being tested by someone else. You're testing yourself. Right. You know what I mean? Because like being tested sounds like, you know, you're, yeah, you're being punished by your, no, by something else. It's of yourself. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So the test is like for yourself, can you, are you strong enough? And to be able to see that distortion pattern and push it out, like you mentioned at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So that is what can come up. And it's not that, like, again, to, it's not about correctness, more about complete, right? So to notice it and push it out. And it takes uh, a lot of self-awareness and vigilance. Okay. Nice. And it's totally okay that you, as you say, if you have that GFC confirming the removal of the distortion pattern, you can do it in the past. So you don't have to worry about it, mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes in that question is implicitly like fear. Like I did, I screwed up. Yeah. Can I screw it up? I'm like, no, you can't screw it up. No. If you're being self-aware and, and self, um, and vigilant. No. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Okay. So the next question is, am I supposed to feel anything during the GFC? Not, well, it depends who you are. Okay. okay. So at first, when I uh, started, I actually didn't feel that much, like personally. Mm -hmm. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like meditating, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And then, but I knew something had shifted. That's what I felt. I was like, I just know somehow mm -hmm. on some level. And then as my resonance cleared, because my distortion patterns started to come away, I started to feel more. Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I'm starting to feel more. Mm -hmm. And you feel, people feel things differently, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like my husband, Chris, feels things physically. So he'll feel goosebumps or chills or he'll feel heat or he'll feel tingly or he'll feel something like in the body. For me, it's, um, it's changed a lot over the years, but um, it can be like, I can, this is, it gets a little trippy, but like you can, for me, what I feel when, when I feel myself being worked on as an individual, and then I feel the, the impact of that in the oneness. So I'm feeling multiple things and I can feel it through my lineage. So I'm feeling a lot of things at the same time. Yeah. So I can feel it like within me, through the lineage, the oneness, through Chris, like it's all of these points. Wow. And if I think about it, I like kind of jack the system, right? But if I'm really soft in my, I can feel all of that happening. It's like all rippling out and it gets a little wilder because then as I'm changing and say, for example, Chris is shifting because he's in response to me. I can feel the oneness then response, it, like in response to these two beings shift, like, cause we're in a mastermind shifting. It's wild. Wow. It's not just, do you know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. we think we're all by ourselves doing our little thing. We are kind of, but we're not. We're like, we're, we're all intertwined together. So it's like saying, I don't know, like how do you pull, I don't know, like one thread out of ball of lint. You know what I mean? It's like, you, it's you hard. Yeah, you, touching touching, yeah, everything's, yeah. you know? So it's similar. And so, mm -hmm. and and people experience different, I mean, like your experience is different too, Very right? Different. I would seem to be more on Chris's level at this yeah. point. The, the first one, I didn't feel anything. And then mm -hmm. pretty much the second and onward has just gotten stronger Over. of like immediate, like, Kind of like acupuncture. Yeah. Um, like if someone has had acupuncture and the bunch of the needles are in, like yeah. that feeling. Feeling, of yeah. The energy Gee, moving. moving. Yeah, and yeah. it's pretty strong and it's pretty quickly yeah. for me. Yeah. And say, actually, same with acupuncture. Maybe your first time, I've seen people, they don't feel, feel the anything. chi. Yeah. And then they've been getting it for a little while longer. Yeah. And everybody's different, yeah. how fast or whatever. But. Yeah. And some people feel different things. Like some people will see colors. Some people will yeah. feel stuff being pulled out of them. Some people will feel whatever. I mean, it's all your own experience. Oh, yeah, that's true. And like sometimes I'll go into little visions, I've told you. Like, yeah. You know how you get in that sleepy state. Yeah. And I had a vision of you like, pulling off a necklace that was broken and you yeah. just threw it to the ground. Yeah. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I felt like, okay, that's gone. <laughs> yeah. So people will like have imagery. Imagery. Yeah. Some people will hear sound. Mm -hmm. uh, this is all not required, by the way. I mean, this is everyone's own like right. personal experience of that. So this doesn't mean that you're failing if you're not having any of these experiences. Right. Okay. At all. Sometimes Chris is just like, okay, that was good. You didn't feel anything. Yeah. And that's all right. And it's still doing it's the still work. Doing the work. Mm -hmm. Whether you are physically aware of it is irrelevant okay. because it's happening at a much higher level right. of resonance. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So this is a kind of a long question here. Um, will the GFC still work if my mind wanders and I stop focusing on the parts of the body Karen mentions? Mm -hmm. What if I don't know the part of the body Karen mentions during a GFC? What do I do then? to still have an effective session? Does it matter if I am imagining the wrong body part or not? Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so will it work if the mind wanders first of all? Yeah. yeah. So yes, it will still work if your mind wanders, it will be more effective if you can focus your mind. There you go. Okay. So the reason, so why do I even have you guys focus on a particular point? Okay. That maybe we should ask, answer that first. Yeah. Okay. So the reason I have you guys focus on a particular point is because that is for the collective where, I mean, the mastermind that we're mm -hmm. working on at that point or together at them in that moment is that is where the distortion is coming through your bodies for most, for all of you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Some people, when they get higher in resonance, feel somewhere else. They're like, oh, she just mentioned like here, for example, center mm -hmm. of the solar plexus, but I feel this thing in my right shoulder. I'm like, great. 
focus on both because you're starting to discern the distortion coming through you, mm. right? There's all these different levels, right? Different people have different abilities. So do what intuitively feels best, but always hold the place that I suggest mm. if you can. Why? Because when you bring your attention to that space in your body, okay, you are starting to start the process of the confirming of the removal of the pattern because you're using your free will to put your attention on that spot. Mm. That begins the process of the confirming of the removal. Okay. You're using your free will. I can't do this for you. Mm -hmm. You got to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. Now say your mind wanders. You're human. Your mind's going to wander. Everyone's mind wanders, right? Mm -hmm. You're just gonna be like, okay, I'm now thinking about lunch. Okay. I need to bring my attention back to my solar plexus, right? So it's not to like berate yourself, but just be like, okay, I've, I'm a little bit like lost here. Focus. I'm just going to bring my mind back to this point and bring my mind back. You're just going to keep doing that. Mm -hmm. If you get the point wrong, it's not terrible. Okay, because you still have the intention to put your attention somewhere, right? To begin, whether you're aware of it or not, you're actually beginning the process of the confirming of the move of the pattern. Mm -hmm. If you get the place right, it's a little bit more effective, but it's not going to screw the process. Make right. sense? It's just about level yeah. of effectiveness. Exactly. It's all effective. Yes. To which to level. level of, yeah. Now, I know I had asked you this a, a couple months ago. Um, if you, uh, and we have a question similar down the line, but. If you listen to a GFC for the first time, yeah. you said it's really important to focus on those things. Mm -hmm. If you listen to it again, yeah. you had mentioned you can sometimes put it on a low level. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. Thank okay. you for asking that question. Mm -hmm. Yes, less important the second time around. Okay. Much less important. Some of you, um, and I've done this myself, where I've listened to, to frequency work, where I'm like, the first couple, I'm like, really, I want to pay attention. I don't know why I want to pay attention, but I'm like, this sucker, I got to pay attention to this. So I'm like, alert, paying attention, listening, mm -hmm. like doing, doing mm -hmm. the GFC. And then I'm like, at some point, I don't know why, I can't explain to you why I just know this. I'm like, I let go of it a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So then I can just play in the background. It doesn't really bother me. And at some point I stop listening to it. Yes. So you trust that. I trust yourself. that. I trust myself. Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. Thank you. Yeah. And... So another question, how many times do I have to listen to, to a GFC? GFC. Yeah, okay. so I think we just answered that. So yeah. what I would say is as as for as long as you feel like you want to. Okay? And that you're yeah. conscious. Exactly. Right. So meaning, so you're just going to listen to it and at some point you're going to listen to it. And some of them, you know, you can listen to once and you're like, "Good. Like I'm good." Mm -hmm. Right? And then another and then a couple of them or a number of them you'll be like, "No, I really this this one I got to do a little bit more." And some of them, as you've mentioned, like what if I fall asleep? Mhm. Mm for some people, if they fall asleep, it's because the frequency resonance of the GFC is really high and they're not adjusted to it, meaning they haven't integrated that frequency. So what I always recommend is if you fall asleep at a certain point in a GFC is to listen to it again actively until you can listen to the entire thing. Once you can do that, you know that you've integrated all the frequencies, you're good. Perfect. Yeah. And then you may revisit it in a year or two yes. or never. Or, or never again. Yeah. Doesn't Just matter. trust that. Great. Yeah. Um, am I supposed to do anything specific when Karen says to bring my attention to a certain part of my body? No, just bring your attention to that part of the body. Yep. So that's why I say you can put your hand. So for example, you can put your hand somewhere you can mm -hmm. just depress, mm -hmm. just bring your attention to that place. That's it. It's yeah. not very Because awareness as humans is huge, right? Yes. That's where your energy goes. Exactly. Yeah. Your awareness is key. That's what you're cultivating. Okay. Exactly. Um, and then we kind of touched on this. If I fall asleep, does it still have the same effect mm -hmm. when I fall asleep? I can't focus on my xiphoid process or wherever she's suggesting. So is it still, still effective? Yeah. yeah. So sleep, um, as we've just mentioned, 
is often an, um, an indication of the frequencies not yet being integrated. And what your higher self will do is will push your active mind into sleep so that you can integrate faster and more efficiently, mm. actually, more effectively. So it's okay that you fall asleep. If you fall asleep, great. Just let yourself sleep because a lot of people, when they, what they'll do when they're sleeping is release distortion pattern. Mm -hmm. So just let that process happen. Nice. It's not bad nice. at all. Yeah. Great. And then listen until you can hold, Be maintain conscious. consciousness. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what else should I be doing to optimize or increase the speed of change and make more progress? Coherence mastery. Coherence mastery. Because okay. that class is um, really pivotal because there's, it operates on two levels. There's the mental understanding of how frequencies work and why things are showing up in your life from spirit level, which is deeper than what we do in Mastering Your World Through Frequencies. And it's very specifically um, like uh, sequenced, mm -hmm. right? And by the way, people, like it's not like I constructed this with my mind. I received it in a certain order, okay? Mm -hmm. So I'm not, it's not like Karen thinking about it. I mean, Chris and I spend a lot of time uh, creating the content, but like the sequence and the topics I receive, okay? So just so you guys are aware of that. Mm -hmm. And so there's a very um, structured approach to coherence mastery, right? It's all about mental frameworks and understanding and then strategies and tips to increase your awareness so you can have mastery. Then there's the frequency work to like bake it all in, right? To have it happen at all the different levels. So what I would say is coherence mastery is the most powerful tool to have the most change. Because then you have an understanding of what's happening intellectually, which is helpful as humans. You're receiving the frequency work and you have tips to empower yourself. So that's right. what I would really Yeah, that is that. a good balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Um, someone asked, how do I gauge that I've mastered coherence? Yeah, um, <laughs> this question, um, I like this question. So, okay, here's the thing about mastery. So anybody who's a true master will tell you there is no endpoint. it's not possible. It's like there is no perfection. It can't be reached because as anyone who is mastering a craft or any skill, there's only constant refinement. So for some people, you might be like, oh, I just want to get to the point. You know what I mean? I just want to like get to the mastery. Mm -hmm. It's not really about that, right? It's about how can you constantly improve and refine and make your life more epic? Do you want a ceiling on that? I don't. Right. So mastery is about that constant refinement. It's kind of like, um, you know, those like ancient sword makers in Japan or whatever, right? Like, you know, they, like they, you know, before they're even allowed to touch the metal, they like yes. bring the water to like the master so that he can like put this metal in it, you know, or whatever, you know what I mean? They're not even allowed to touch the like, metal yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. Right. So anyhow, um, it's not that severe, but you know, as like as somebody who's cultivating a skill, it's not like the past two, three, four, five years of your skill is wasted, right? You've always reached new levels mm -hmm. of like clarification, refinement, strength, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't be where you are now without those two, three, four, five years. And you wouldn't have been able to get to this place and there's still more to go. Mm -hmm. So I would say that coherence mastery is like um, a reflection of that. Mm -hmm. It's this constant process of refinement. And perhaps the question is, when will I feel like I have more coherence? The way you feel. So it has to do with your perception of yourself. Like, how do you feel about yourself? How do you feel about your life? Like, are things falling in place in a way that you enjoy? Can you see your life from your big S self? Mm -hmm. And when you start to do that, then you know that, okay, here we go. This is coherence. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's like an element of feeling solid in yourself. Exactly. For once, maybe. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
Great. And the last question here, what is pure source and what is oneness? Okay. How would you describe that? that? Yeah. So I use the term pure source. So to me, pure source and the oneness are interchangeable. Okay. Okay. So they're the same. They're the same. To me. To me, what I'm saying is the one infinite creator from which all things come. Okay. That's what I mean by that. Now, there's a word for that used in a religion called God. Or the Tao. Yeah. Or the Tao is like the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or the one. But the word God is very, 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 very distorted because it's been used a lot for oppression and power and abuse and that type of thing by different religions and different people and stuff. So it's a very, very charged word. Mm -hmm. So I don't use that word. Pure source, however, is neutral. Oneness is neutral. So that's why I use that word. Use whatever word works for you. Mm -hmm. um, but that's what I mean. I mean the one infinite creator consciousness. It's not a human. It's a consciousness mm -hmm. vibrating at a very high level from which everything comes. comes. Yeah. yeah. Oof. I know. We got That's through all of it to you. <laughs> Thank you. That's really valuable information. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people are a bit more clear now. So thank you, Karen. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're just about to start the GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations. And many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for what everyone wants to know about frequency work. So the theme of this particular GFC is to help you begin to feel more empowered and to have more trust in yourself in terms of your ability to confirm the removal of the pattern. If you do not know what that means, I highly recommend watching the episode entitled The Most Powerful Tool in Your Toolkit. And if you want to know what the process is and how to do it, then there is a GFC on the website in the product section entitled Confirming the Removal, which is a simple five-step process, which is very powerful to help you complete the removal on your own, Okay, which you need to do on the physical, mental, and emotional planes. 
So with that said, we're going to move into today's GFC. So becoming aware, please, of the backside of your legs. So in this particular case, from butt down along the backside of the thighs, backs of the knees, backs of the calves, backs of the ankles, all the way down to the heels. Now, if you have more experience, becoming aware of this part of the body and noticing more details, such as if you're sitting or lying down and there's weight being supported by this part of the body, uh, noticing the spread of the flesh, the tightening of the skin across that weight distribution and the spread of the flesh. Noticing if there is tightness in this part of the body. Good. And now noticing the back sides of the arm, both of them, the arms. <laughs> so as you become aware of the back sides of your arms, from the shoulder all the way down to the tips of your fingers. Good. And now, please become aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, noticing if you have a need to change it right now, or if you get critical of your breath, or if you can just be with it in this moment. And after noticing your breath for a couple of breaths, allowing the breath to deepen, to elongate, to drop further into your body, and as your breath drops further into your body, Notice if you can expand it not only in this deeper part of your body, but if you can expand it in all directions as you exhale. Meaning not just to the front or to the back, but to both and also to the sides. 
kan? And now, please become aware of your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings, becoming aware of the feeling of the air against your skin. Noticing the temperature, whether there is movement in the air, if the air feels dry and light, or more muggy and heavy. Yeah. And now please become aware of the sounds around you. Not just on your end, but on my end. And noticing those sounds that you habituate to the ones that are repetitive and sort of become like white noise. Noticing the texture and the soundscape around you. Good. And now please triangulate. So if you are new, triangulating means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. So that will require that you open your eyes. So as you blink your eyes open and become aware of the, these three inanimate objects in the space around you, what they are is not important. So you're just going to notice and then feel the distance between each object and you. So for example, if the dining table is about five foot away from you, you're going to notice that distance and then feel the distance between the dining table and you. And you're going to do the same thing for objects B and C. And as you do this for each object, you'll notice that your sense of where you are in space becomes clearer and more uh, in focus and present for you. Good. When you're ready, bringing your attention to your heart space. 
breathing normally when you arrive here. So I don't mean your physical heart. I mean your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line. So when you become aware of this space, just breathe normally. Just waiting for everyone to catch up. Let's take a nice deep breath together, inhaling, holding your breath for a count of five. And then whenever you're ready, exhaling at the speed and intensity that you prefer, holding your breath out also for a count of five. So as you complete that deep breath, we are waiting for the mastermind to become coherent and to coalesce. And whilst we do that, please note that I am working on you in groups and subgroups. And that I often work in silence especially if the frequencies are very high, because to make physical noise only drops the frequency resonance, which um, doesn't benefit you. So just know that if you don't hear me, I am still working on you. I also do make noise, so you might hear me yawn or hum or exhale sharply. And that's just how I release the distortion patterns. Oftentimes, if they're heavier or stickier, or um, more entrenched, not always, but often. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely yours. And if I say something that you really resist, it's likely yours. So I invite you to remain open and explore further. Good. Now that the mastermind has become coherent, let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? That question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this surprisingly vast space, becoming aware of a brilliance at its very center that you either see or feel. 
And as you imagine or become aware of this brilliance, it becomes brighter and intensifies because you have your attention on it. And as it intensifies, it expands outwards through all of your cells, through your organs, through your bones, out through your muscles and your flesh, through the pores of your skin, into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Yeah. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of that infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where it began. This is one of the most important things we do together, because how high your frequency resonance is determines everything from what your physical reality looks like to how you perceive it, how much distortion patterns you can release, and how quickly you integrate. So now bringing your attention, please, to your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line, and then go into your heart space by at least three inches or further if you prefer. So releasing from here the disempowerment that you feel, okay? Or even if you're not even aware of it, okay? That um, you can be aware of 
in, um, at the non-conscious level of these distortion patterns which keep you bound, which form your habituated thought and emotion. And there could be so many of them, it can feel overwhelming and, like I mentioned, disempowering. For a subgroup of you, it causes you a lot of anxiety. You don't even really know what it is. You just have this feeling of overwhelm, anxiety, disempowerment. But it's really because um, it's in response to these distortion patterns that you can't see with your eyes, but which are very much there. So releasing this. Yeah, good. And now becoming aware of the left side of your neck and the left top of your shoulder. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is a lack of trust in your higher self. Okay, that something greater than you has you. Now, for some of you who have done quite a bit of work, not all of you, but almost all of you, still have this residual sense that you can't quite trust your higher self. Okay, so you know you can to a large degree, but there's a small percentage that you're just not sure it's got you. You don't quite trust it.
And without trust in our higher self, it's hard to be in the surrender state. It's hard to feel like um, you can surmount the distortion patterns. You can have us feel very sort of helpless, right? Because we're all we're going at it alone. So that's why this is important to release here. Yep, and bring your attention back to that heart space. This is sort of like, um, well, it's specifically this distortion pattern of hopelessness. Okay, like there's so many things to clear. How how do I know what's more important? How do I know where to start? How do I know if I've done it right? How do I know all these different questions? Okay, so releasing. Yeah, the overwhelm. Good. Bring your attention, please, to your xiphoid process and about three inches or seven centimeters just beneath it towards your belly button, clearing out your pain body because your pain body has a memory and it remembers you before you cleared out all these distortion patterns. So it makes it really hard to integrate or it can make it harder and slower than it needs to be. This process only takes a couple of seconds. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. 
depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.